This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. And as we do every Friday, we'll be traveling around the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi great. Well, today on Next Stop, we're giving you an exclusive behind-the-scenes look into the making of Mississippi Public Broadcasting's original documentary, Meet Carl Jackson, with guest MPB's Director of Television, John Gibson, Assistant Director, Tywell Gaynor, and veteran radio host and musician, Bill Ellison. Plus, Camille and I will let you know what's going on in your neck of the woods this weekend. So tune in for this special behind-the-scenes edition of Next Stop Mississippi right here on MPB Think Radio. No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, Everyday Tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Michelle McAdoo, along with my co-host and traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Good morning, Kamel. Good morning. Good morning. Are you living for the weekend? I am. I, I live for every day. Tywell and I was, were just talking about That's that. That's a good but thing. I know. Live for every day. But the weekend is special. You don't necessarily have to get up that early unless you have a second job like me. <laughs> I got two, three Three jobs. Them. I think I'm Jamaican. I don't know. That, that, is that, I know. But, um, yeah. So, I love the weekends, though. Because again, the time is yours, and you get to—it's more lax, you know. Sunday, yeah. especially, I love Sundays. But why is Friday so special? I mean, from a little kid all the way to a grown-up, a Friday just has a, a just a nostalgic now feeling. We gotta, why is Friday special to you? Because I'm getting off work. I, I thought you were gonna say something <laughs> else. Out of school, I thought you were gonna put cocktail. I thought cocktail was gonna be in that oh, uh, no, answer. No. Oh, okay. We're, okay, it's radio. We're not gonna say the yeah. truth. All right. Well, speaking of the week, how was your week? I know you do a lot with Visit Mississippi. Oh, the week is going great. Planning a uh, mark unveiling. You know the fact that this show is about the Carl Jackson documentary. Yes. Working on the country music trail a lot lately, oh, wow. and getting ready for a. A uh, special one to come up in May. We we can't wait for that one. Oh, it's a secret. Can't reveal who it is I can't yet, huh? Wow. He gets no, all I can't. the goodies. It's Johnny Cash in Starkville. Oh, you can? Okay. Yeah, Johnny Cash, uh, where he got arrested in Starkville for, you know, uh, uh, relieving his, himself on the flowers. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do it right around the time and anniversary of that happening. Wonderful. You get to do all the great stuff with uh, Visit Mississippi, don't you? Well, it's a, it's a true blessing to spread the word of That's Mississippi music. And I love it. I'm glad you're here with us at Next Stop Mississippi. You get to do it, and we get to spread the word about it. It's See how an that honor. works? It, it works. Uh, speaking of this past week, I had a great time Sunday. If you look on mpbonline.org, you'll see some of the pictures. Um, Kevin Farrell, Java Chapman, a friend of our ours, um, Ian, and myself, we were celebrity. I put air quotes in the air, celebrity scoopers at the um, Salvation Army's Super Bowl. Super Bowl. So U-P-E-R. I saw y'all on the news. Yeah. You know, a lot of people said that. I was focused on the soup. I was focused on my soup. I had um, gumbo from the Mississippi Braves. They actually had another gumbo from Char. I think uh, Byron uh, had that one at JTV. He had that one. Java had chili, and he was busy. He kept running out. 
Yeah, I had some uh, uh, beef chili from, from Shapley's, and it was a oh, hit. Wow. It was like a big hit. I Everybody think he had kept the best, coming around. I think he had the best of the day. People kept coming and saying, you're out, and oh, my God. And so they started bringing just the trough of chili and poured it in his um, reloadable thing. It was More so than chili, funny. it was his bright, sunny personality. That's what it was. That, that's what it was. People <laughs> were coming by to see that smile uh, we, that we don't get to see here. No, I'm just joking. But we had a great time. I I want to say, I do want to say, shout out to everyone that works with the Salvation Army, and I want to say on air that the real celebrities are the ones that volunteer every day with the Salvation Army, helping people get back on their feet yes, because indeed. they need it. That's the celebrities. Speaking of um, weekends, this weekend, we have so much going on in and around our yeah. state. Let's talk about Foreigner. Oh, my God. It, did I say it right? I think you did. Okay. I know Bill can know know about this. The group Foreigner, yeah. they're back in town. They'll be here live um, mm-hmm. Friday and Saturday. I mean, you don't want to miss this. Foreigner has a lot of uh, great songs. Bill, can you give me one? You know, right off? You know, I'm the bluegrass guy. Oh, but, you don't know. For- <laughs> but I know they were big and had a bunch of hits. They did. They did. Uh, I know Java can probably get us one up um, coming out. They will be live this weekend at the IP Casino Resort and Spa in Biloxi. Amanda Shires. Amanda Shires will mm-hmm. also be live at Dooling Hall this weekend. That's right. The rock and roll singer, songwriter, and violinist performs. Uh, L.A. Edwards and Steve Forbay also performs. Uh, the doors open at 6 p.m. Minors under 18. Bring your parent. First come, <laughs> first serve. Well, Dooling Hall is Dooling a great, it's yeah, a great I, venue. I love Dooling and, Hall. I mean, it is first come, first serve because when it fills up, it fills up. It does. Uh, but it's not a bad seat in the house. No, though. it's not. And I like the way it's set and you can see yep. Stage and everything. Eight to great. ten p.m. tonight. All right. Now this is something great. Tougaloo College Fair. It's happening today from ten to one. Now, um, if you go to our website at our events calendar, I actually put a lot of the governor's job fairs mm. all over the state mm-hmm. on the events calendar. So if you're in the market for a job or you're looking to change jobs, change careers, go to our website and look at those career fairs. They're all over in Meridian, Tougaloo, all of the colleges, South Mississippi. They have great vendors there. So get your job on, get your change, change your life in 2020. And start your retirement early. Okay. <laughs> Let me give y'all a word to start it early. Wow. Is that coming from personal experience? I'm telling you. I'm um, just, yeah. This uh-huh. is something we always put a lot of exhibits and uh, we have a lot of exhibits here at the Mississippi Art Museum. That's but right. Of course, the cast of blues. Remember we had Sharon McConnell Dickerson on oh, the show last year? Oh, I love her. She is her, wonderful. Her cast of blues exhibit will be um, on display at the Gumtree Museum of Art in two below. Now, the opening reception is tonight, starting at 5 p.m., and that will run through March 30th. So if you're in that area and you did not get a chance to see her Cast of Blues exhibit with 40 masks, you guys, you and uh, Mary Margaret talked to her last year about of those masks mm-hmm. that she made of blues artists. And the stories that come with them. Oh, my God. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, Dixie <laughs> National Rodeo is live and in town. Uh, they'll be here till February 12th. <laughs> and so if you are a rodeo fan, this is where you need to be. It's happening at the Mississippi Coliseum again. Now, started yesterday, February 6th. It's going to February 12th at the Mississippi Coliseum. Also, what else is going on um, tomorrow? Actually, Sunday. Let's talk Ooh, about Sunday. The dance of the Lion King. And, and let me tell you, I always talk about these uh, kids, but I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I hosted um, a coronation at uh, Forest Hill High School, mm-hmm. and the, they were a guest. And I was so impressed. Wow. The Montage Dance Theater of Heinz Community College. Mm-hmm. They are awesome. I mean, it's their dance um team, but I mean, they're so professional. I mean, I thought I was looking at, like you said, a, you know, a, an adult dance team, not a a college dance team. They will be uh, performing the dance of the Lion King at the Alamara Hall this Sunday from it's 5 PM. I'd suggest you don't miss that. That is going to be great as well. And of course, just in time for Valentine's day, I like this event because it's Getting a jump on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, fellas, I have a room full of handsome men with me today. And I want to say, don't forget, Valentine's Day is Friday, fellas. He says, oh, (laughs) yes. 
We got a week. Tywo. You got a, yeah. Tywo's wife thanks that, me. That's six days that you don't have to worry about. John, it. Right? John's going to put it on his on his right Google calendar. Right like, oh my God, thank Clay, thank and and Camille's like, who do I want to have Valentine's Day oh, with? No. He has a, no, no, no. He has a, he has a be, list. Yeah, that's going to be all my daughter, all Kennedy. Oh, She's go. my Valentine. Oh, there, there you go. Tear. Okay, so Valentine's Day. Um, <laughs> that's cute. Valentine's Day party at Cedar Oaks Historic Home is happening on Sunday. Now, this is a historic home in Oxford, and they're going to have cookies and crafts and family fun, so you can bring the kids and have a great time at the um, historic Cedar Oaks home in Oxford for a pre-Valentine's Day party. And then, guess what? On Monday, have you guys heard of Ora Reed? Of course. Mm -hmm. Ora Reed will be presenting My Funny Valentine uh, the Mississippi Opera is in conjunction with her on this and is happening Monday, this Monday at Dooling Hall, starting at 7.30. She's going to do a series of songs, including uh, When I Fall in Love. Oh, my God. Java, if you can get that queued up right quick, I would love to hear that. I love that song. Bill, I'm, I, they laugh at me. I love musicals. I love anything around musicals or classical or jazz. I love that type of music. <coughs> so someone sings When I Fall in Love. I love it. You fall in love. I that, do. You're a rugged. I call that rugged listener. That that means you're not a, not afraid to listen to anything, oh, any not. genre. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and that's a good thing. I'm growing out of mm-hmm. hip hop. I can't say that. I'm I'm aging out of hip hop. I'm <laughs> just starting to age in. What? <laughs> that's funny. Performing live, Bill Ellison <laughs> with his hip hop trio. Yeah. <laughs> love it. The hip hop review. Oh yeah. my god! I never love say it. never. That's, that's right. right. Can't you see him with his guitar and uh, um, the Java, cello? In Java. In the back uh-huh. Oh, that, that's, <laughs> that would be great. See, and we got to get royalties on that because we just put it out there. Um, but she's going to do songs like When I Fall in Love, Why Did I Choose You, and Tenderly. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So Aura Reed singing these songs, again, part of the cabaret um, series at Dueling Hall with the Mississippi Opera. And that's Monday, again, at Dueling Hall at 730. Now, fellas, you want to get some cool points? Take your wife or your girlfriend or anyone, your loved one, take them to this event on Monday, get a jump on Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. You'll have so many cool points. Did she points. just say a jump on Valentine's Day? Yes, no, that, that happens one day. <laughs> we don't break that up right. into multiple that's, outings. That's, that's right. That's kind of foreign to the male mind. Yeah, and come on now. Doing something way ahead of time. Yeah, and then on the day, because they're not going to say, oh, well, you're off the hook for Valentine's. Since Java, you took I feel like I'm outnumbered here. Okay, I'm going to yeah. say, you set it off in here, Michelle. Oh, my God. So you're saying that a series of Valentine events or just little loved events throughout the week wouldn't give you... See, Tawo, I just gave you an idea. That would be excellent. You're not talking about the ladies' ideas, though. I'd like to hear some of those. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me remind people, it was just Christmas. Hello. <laughs> My God, I this is next stop, Mississippi. It is. <laughs> Just tuned in, and you're confused. But <laughs> we're talking about events that are, that are happening around your state. Um, if you missed any or didn't catch these that we talked about, and we have plenty more, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. If you have events that you like to share or submit, please. Um, send those to events at mpbonline.org. Again, don't forget, we're going behind the scenes into Meet Carl Jackson with Tawo Gaynor, John Gibson, and of course, Bill Ellison. Yes. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up next here on Next Stop Mississippi. This is Malcolm White with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Every week, myself or one of my fellow hosts bring you in-depth interviews with different creative Mississippians. We talk with visual artists, musicians, writers, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. 
on Think Radio or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcast app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. When I come on the road. Well, here's our banjo playing boy from Louisville, Mississippi, playing one called The Lady of Spain, Carl Jackson. It was that thing of his parents knew musically. This is the gods asking to take their child to Mount Olympus. I think when I first met him... Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King, of Visit Mississippi. Now, before the break, we talked about many different events happening around the state. If you missed any, be sure to visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. Now, we're going to switch gears a little bit and welcome... MPB's own director of television, John Gibson, assistant director, Tywell Gaynor, and veteran radio personality host and musician, Bill Ellison, to the show. Welcome, fellas. Thanks. Hello. All-star cast in here today, right? As I said earlier, if you're just tuning in, I am in all, I'm in the room with four, or shall I say five behind the glass, handsome fellas. (laughs) I feel very privileged. (laughs) Ladies, you should be jealous. Okay, Uh that's all I want to say. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Um, You're not foreign to MPB. You work here. We see each other. Just foreign to this end of the hall. Exactly. This side of the building. Um, Today, we're going to take a dive deep into the making of this wonderful documentary, uh, Meet Carl Jackson. Um, I want to start, of course, talking about who you guys are, let people know, let the state and the world know who you are and how you began here at MPB Think Radio. Just go away. Who wants to start? Um, Okay, I will. This is John. Um, I came to MPB in 2015 uh, to be uh, director of TV, and uh, the TV department here is uh, uh, 21 people, uh, and we cover, uh, we do a lot of original production as well as the programming of, of shows we get from elsewhere, PBS, BBC, other other sources, uh, independent documentaries that people send to us. Uh, so we we put it out there, uh, as well as putting out you know the Create Channel and PBS Kids Channel. Uh, uh, but uh, internally, we produce uh, regular shows like At Issue with our news department, uh, Conversations, which is a one-on-one talk show that Marshall Ramsey hosts, uh, in Mississippi Roads, which people are probably most familiar with, uh, with Walt Grayson. Um, as well as, like last night, we did the Governor's Arts Awards. We recently did the inauguration in the State of the State. And we, we do a lot of the big big annual uh, state events like that. Uh, so there's always something going on. And uh, one special thing is we get to do a few documentaries every year. And uh, uh, I don't know. Somebody want to take it from there? <laughs> well, John, what did, what did you do before you came to MPB? Uh, well, I worked in, in film and TV production uh, for a lot of years, uh, longer than you've been alive, uh, and, and uh, uh, involved in different things, uh, mm-hmm. uh, in some film production, documentary work, TV commercials, uh, and a lot of things in, uh, in for uh, nonprofits and, mm. and uh, education organizations and in the arts, wow. and uh, uh, always had kind of uh, an affinity for what goes on at MPB, and I always kind of hoped that I would land here. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, actually, I did a lot of things under contract, you know, years ago, uh, going to school and right from birth and projects like that, and uh, but I, I really love working with the education department at MPB. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when uh, this opportunity came up, uh, I really jumped at it. It feels like home. And how long have you been here again? Uh, so, uh, four and a half years. Four and a half. Okay. Yeah. And Tao Gaynor. He has a long history. With long MPB. history. Yeah, uh, so I've been here since 2008, working in the television department. Uh, started off as a sound technician. Wow. And uh, you know, just been kind of getting getting my gears going on produ- production, producing, and uh, John has helped me to move along in my career of producing documentaries. And so you know, that's where we are today, where I get to work on stuff like. Festival of Lights and Fannie Lou Hamer and love that. We're going to uh, talk about that a little bit later. 1964 mm-hmm. right? And so you know, it's just been great. You know, this is a this is we call this the the learning institution where you know you have to you get to work on all type of cool things, meet a bunch of incredible <laughs> people. And I would have never had these, these opportunities had I not come to a place like MPB. And we need to talk about that. Yeah. You're not originally from Mississippi. You're from New no, York. I'm originally from yeah, I'm originally so from New York. How did you come and, to um, Mississippi? Uh, so I, I came to work with an organization uh, called the Algebra Project, and that was over 20 years ago. 
and you know it was only supposed to be for a month. And you stayed. And I stayed. <laughs> Met a girl, and I was of it. Of course. There you right. go. You know, those Southern women, they put the... <laughs> <laughs> now, Michelle, let me, let me add to that story that he's not going to yes. say, because I met he and his brother when they first moved here from Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> as, as roughed-out kids. Man, these guys were avid, great music producers for the for a long time leading up up into this. So uh, he's talking eloquently and all humble. of those things. Mm-hmm. Well, since you grew up the ratchet out <laughs> Well, you know what's funny? Um, I, I know we're going to get to Bill in a second, but I love to talk. I love to ask people how they got to MPB. Everyone here, for some reason, has this unique yeah. story of how they got to MPB. How did you get to MPB? So it's funny. Uh, my brother and I had a graphic design company. Mm-hmm. And we were doing some work for a newspaper, a local newspaper, and my brother couldn't do the work that day, so I worked for him. And I was laying down the classified section. <laughs> I saw the classified ad for this job, so I was like, I saw it first. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I guess I'll apply. Wow. And, uh, so if your brother would have done his work. If you would have showed up to work, I wouldn't have been here oh, today. Oh, wow. Love it. Nice. So let's segue to Bill Ellison. You know, Ooh, um, Bill. we have 2008, four and a half years with John. Let's go back with you. Well, it's, it's a little further back. <laughs> I, I came uh, into this building in May of 1992. Ooh, so if, wow. If I can hang on for another couple of months, it'll be, what's that, 28 years? Wow. That nice. Yep. Wow, dude. Uh, I've hosted Grassroots since May of 92, and I kind of mm. want me to tell you how I got here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, I've been in media in Jackson since 1973, radio and TV stations. Uh, several of them. And uh, in 1991, I was a bluegrass musician and working at WLBT. And uh, the guy who hosted Grassroots at the time, a guy by the name of Mike Morgan, called me and said, look, I'm moving away. And uh, I'd been a big fan of Mike's because he had hosted the show since the very beginning. I think it was one of the very first shows ever on MPB radio. Mm -hmm. When when they first came on the air, I think Grassroots was one of the original shows. And Mike had hosted the show uh, from the get-go, and he said, you're a bluegrass musician, you're in radio, or have been in radio, so you're the logical choice. Would you be interested in taking over as host? I said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I jumped at it. And kind of like uh, Taiwo said and, and John, I was very familiar then with, I, I was an avid listener of MPB radio. Mm-hmm. I listened, uh, that's where my radio stayed and mm-hmm. still is but also a big fan of what the, at the time they called mississippi etv mm-hmm. the quality of the programming just a cut above everything else and and so i had a really a great desire to work here and be part of this so i've been in and out i'm with the mpb foundation yes. now i've been here for several years and uh i've just always been excited to be a part of what goes on here and Part of that is what these guys, John and Tywar, are doing this Carl Jackson thing. Mm-hmm. Is all of the years I've been here, this is they've these guys have allowed me to have a small part in that, and it's just about the coolest thing that I've been involved in since nice. I've been here. Well, really I'm glad is. you look. See, he's a radio veteran, radio personality. See, he did that segue for you me. Go. See, that's how that's how we do <laughs> things around here. So let's talk about the Carl Jack, uh, meet Carl Jackson. Um, uh, documentary. What role did each of you play in this particular project? John? <laughs> <laughs> you can tell they're TV people. Huh? Uh-huh. They're like, no one's We're in not used to being in front I say, right. we don't have dead air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You, mean, you don't get to edit this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, well, it, PBS's big documentary, as everybody knows, uh, uh, last fall was Ken Burns' Country Music. That's right. So so a lot of uh, PBS affiliate stations around the country did some form of country music documentary or specials, you know, uh, related to country music in their their area. And we wanted to do uh, something on a country music theme here. Um, But we, you know, we knew that Marty Stewart was already going to be very prominently featured in in the Ken Burns. And uh, the uh, Jimmy Rogers story was going to be well told. Charlie Pride was going to be in it, but he, he also had a, a another documentary on PBS about his career. And there are other Mississippians, but they were being featured elsewhere. So we wanted to do a story that was that was relevant, that was important to tell, because, you know, we always say that telling Mississippi's story is, is the main mm-hmm. part of our mission. Uh, so we wanted it to be a significant story, but uh, maybe something that not everybody knew about. So we went to Bill Ellison, resident uh, country folk bluegrass music expert. (laughs) That's right. And and described that need, you know, who who should we do? And Bill answered in two words, 
He said Carl Jackson. So, mm-hmm. Bill, I like that. So they came to you with an idea of a documentary, no name given out, just here's what we want to show the world. Who should we get? And why did you choose Carl Jackson? Well, John articulated it very, very well. Something that uh, was a little different, something people didn't know about. And and that's absolutely right. And when John and Taiwo, I remember the day they came and sat down in my office and we started talking about this. And John uh, is exactly right. I said, Carl Jackson. It was it was a it was a slam dunk for me. Carl is a guy that more than probably 15 years ago, I did a radio interview with somebody else. And uh, I told him then that Carl Jackson is the most famous Mississippian that nobody in Mississippi knows about. Mm. And uh, that's there's a lot of truth to that. Now, over the years, lots more people have known about Carl as he continues to get accolades and win Grammys. You know, that's something that just doesn't stay secret because they don't hand those things out to just anybody. Right. Um, but it was simple for me because I, I had known being a having a bluegrass background hosting grassroots. I'd known about Carl Jackson for as long as I can remember. Um, uh, but it, like I say, it was just a, a slam dunk. So let's stop right there. They talk about we want to do a country documentary. You go to Bill. Bill says, Carl Jackson. Okay. So what happens next? Do you call Carl Jackson? <laughs> Let's pick up the phone, call him. And do you present the idea to him? Did he say okay? Or did he say, wait, wait a minute. What happened next? Uh, well, Bill helped me get Carl's cell number. And I cold called him and introduced <laughs> myself and said, uh, we would, we'd love to do a documentary about your, your career. And there was a Silence on the phone, and he, he said, "Are you sure?" He's a humble sure? guy. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a very, he's a very humble. He's 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 wonderful, humble, soft-spoken, very unassuming. And uh, uh, Carl seemed surprised that we would want to do that, but we we convinced him we were serious. And uh, uh, then uh, I told him, you know, we needed to sit down and talk about it, and, and right. you know, explore what possibilities were, because uh, we still you know had to make sure mm-hmm. it was going to work. Uh, so it was uh, one year ago Monday. Uh, I drove up to Nashville, and uh, Carl has got this uh, standing gig at a very famous bluegrass club called the Station Inn that's in the Gulch in downtown Nashville, and uh, a, a great regular Monday night group called New Monday. And it's just world-class, fantastic country and bluegrass music played in a small venue mm. with some of the greatest musicians in the world. And that was my introduction to Carl. I, wow. I, I drove straight up and drove straight to the station inn and then uh, introduced myself to him after the show. And uh, I was blown away by the music. I've, I've kind of been a country fan, but mm-hmm. not, not a diehard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, but just you, you don't even have to be a country fan. The musicianship is so amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. so, so I did that, introduced, introduced myself to Carl, and I uh, said, let's, uh, let's, let's meet for breakfast tomorrow morning and talk about this documentary. I said, I'll, I can meet you at 8. He said, I can meet you at 11. Uh, he's, he's, he's a musician. That's right. <laughs> so most musicians That's right. don't get up before noon. Right? So, so we met for breakfast at 11 the next day and talked through it, and uh, we were off and running. Wow. So I know you guys interviewed tons of celebrities, which I'm sure you're going to get to later in the show. But what would you say is the common thread that they would all say about Carl Jackson as you interviewed them? Well, it's clear that Carl is the most generous man, you know, one of the most generous men in music business. And that's what they, that's what everyone always expresses about Carl is how much he's willing to give mm. of himself, of his time, of his talent, um, and also helping co- people's careers move forward. Mm. You know, Carl is, like, we, like Bill said, he's the most famous person that no one really mm. knows, but everyone that's incredibly famous knows who this guy is. Mm. And he has ushered so many careers along and it's because it's a part of his character and that's the one thing that stands true throughout this whole documentary i love it we're going to take a quick break but when we get back we're going to continue taking a behind the scenes look at the making and i have in my mind you see my face crunched up because i have so many questions about your vision and your uh the challenges that went into making this and your vision. How do you plan it? How do you plan a documentary this big? And what do you want to show about Carl Jackson? And John, you can um, talk about the conversation you and Carl had and where you went from there. And of course, this documentary will be coming up in just a couple of weeks. And your chance to see it first, we'll tell you about that in just a little bit as well. Uh, plus, we have some musical uh, selections coming up at the end of the show by our, one of our special guests. We won't let you know who that is, but we'll let you guess. All right, y'all keep stay tuned. 
Houston. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MVB Think Radio. contractor ever tell you of the price of something and it sounds so high you think eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes, you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things, listen to Fix It 101 podcast everywhere. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for joining us on Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Now, today, we're taking a behind-the-scenes look into the making of the MPB's upcoming documentary, Meet Carl Jackson, with MPB's director of television, John Gibson, assistant director, Tywell Gaynor, and veteran music, musician and radio host, Bill Ellison. Now, before the break, uh, if you're just joining us, we talked about how the inception of the concept came about uh, with Bill Ellison picking Carl Jackson, and then John going to Nashville, sitting down and speaking with Carl Jackson and there we have it. The idea came about. So let's continue there. After you talked to um, Carl and he said, yes, we'll do it. What happens then in a documentary this size? What do you guys have to plan? What are the challenges and what's your vision? What do you want to show on film? Well, I think the first thing you do is you dive into the material and to try to see what's there and try to see what story rises to the surface rather than just imposing a story on it. And it kind of works from both sides. I mean, you begin to pick up threads of story. Like Taiwo was saying, Carl's generosity, when that, when that starts coming through in everything you read and everything you hear from people, you realize that's going to be part of the story. Uh, but, you know, you, you wonder, is this going to be a story about awards and honors and, and stuff, or is it going to be more of a story about who he really, about is. Who he really is as a person? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you, you're sort of exploring all those at one time to kind of s- to see what the strongest thread is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing, uh, it, we also start making contacts. Right. You know, start trying to track down phone numbers try to, and, and, and exploring uh, who you might be able to get. Uh, and one thing I've, I've told uh, a lot of folks is if you're making a documentary and you're trying to find people to interview about your subject and you start with, with 30 people, you, you contact them all, half of them reply to you. Maybe 10 of them show some interest, right. and you end up interviewing four or five. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone we contacted wanted to participate. Oh, really? Yeah. What What were those conversations like when you called and said, hey, we'd like to get some background on Carl Jackson? What was their response? Well, um, a lot of folks we contacted through their publicists or managers, and uh, uh, I was expecting, you know, it to take months to hear back from people, but we heard back, you know, within days, if not hours, you know. Wow. And sometimes they'd call back directly. I was sitting in my office one day, and get a call and say John Gibson and voice on the other side says Vince Gill <laughs> and, and, <laughs> hey, wow. and uh, uh, so they were folks were really jumping on this to, to participate we heard back really quickly from uh, Vince Gill from uh, Dolly Parton Emmy Lou Harris wow goodness gracious uh, uh, I'll just a few of the other names that are they're in uh, uh, the better known uh, uh, those I mentioned uh, Tom T. Hall mm-hmm. uh, uh, then one that we we we're uh, Marty Stewart, of course. Uh, one that we uh, really hope to get that Carl's worked with a lot is Linda Ronstadt. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and as people kind of know from the recent CNN documentary about her, she, she's not been in good health for, for a long time wow. and, mm-hmm. and doesn't do a whole lot of media, uh, but was just really generous and really wanted to participate. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't give me any interviews, but she wanted to talk about Carl. And that, that says a lot about Carl, no, matter, no matter what it says in the interview. That's you know? right. So uh, it was a real honor to get to to uh, go and Tao and I went and interviewed you know all these folks and uh, uh, it was also great to uh, with particularly with Linda Ronstadt and, and Emmy Lou Harris mm-hmm. for me to get to after the interview just thank them for their work and you know apart right. from this documentary mm-hmm. thank them for their careers and what their music's mm-hmm. meant to me right so okay so you're interviewing all these different people all these people love him now again your vision that editing and the um putting it all together must take a lot you said it was a year ago yesterday when the idea came about so you guys flew to San Francisco Nashville different places to get all this footage 
talk about your team and how important a team effort is on a project this large. Well, we, we kind of had a core team, uh, Tawo and I and uh, Corey Hart, uh, not the 80s pop star, but but another Corey Hart, <laughs> who, who's the, who is the third producer. <laughs> He's the third producer on this. Uh, and uh, and Joey Gibson, no relation, uh, who was the uh, director of photography. Oh, your son? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, I'm old enough to be his dad, yeah. but I'm not. Uh, that, that was kind of the core, the, mm-hmm. the four of us. Uh, but And then... Uh, when we went to shoot, uh, we shot a full concert at the station in uh, in uh, July, and uh, I took took a, a bigger group from from here: uh, Ed Foose and Zeke Bandy, uh, Ray Green, Justin Hill. Uh, you know, kind of an expanded group for that right. that one night show. Right. Uh, well, before uh, we don't want to run run out of time, you mentioned something during the break. Let's talk a little bit about who Carl Jackson is. We don't want to give a lot away because, <laughs> of course, we're going to talk about the event um, pre pre screening event coming up, and where you can see a little bit of the screening before it airs. We're going to tell you guys the air date. Actually, Bill did a great promo on that as well. But um, tell people a little bit about Carl Jackson. He started playing banjo at nine. And he wasn't even really trained, was he? Yeah, Bill. Well, he was trained by his dad and his uncles and and family, like so many musicians are. And uh, starting out in Louisville, uh, Carl's dad, I believe. Now, this this story is told in the documentary, and it's 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 fascinating. I believe his dad. Uh, had Carl in Nashville at the Grand Ole Opry, maybe, and Jim and Jesse and the Virginia Boys were performing, and they heard Carl, young kid playing banjo, and they asked Carl's dad, um, a man by the name of Lee Jackson, one of the kindest, nicest men I ever knew. Lee's no longer with us, but he was a heck of a nice guy. But they asked Carl's dad, uh, can we take this kid on the road? And, and mm. he knew he knew a little bit about Jim and Jesse and what fine people they were, so he said okay, and that kind of got him started. Wow. But uh, then he went on to play with uh, other folks and ended up with Glenn Campbell. And wow. back in there, a lot of people don't know, a lot of younger folks don't know Glenn, but the the older folks mega, do. Mega and he's an American legend, yes, uh, musical indeed. legend. But mm-hmm. back in the late 60s, early 70s, Glenn had a primetime television show on CBS. I believe it was CBS. And ran for a long time, very popular variety show. And Carl was uh, Glenn's banjo player then. Man. Now, Kamel, you guys uh, with Visit Mississippi uh, gave Carl a marker. He's, yes. uh, he has a marker, the um, country music trail. Yes, he does. Talk we about are, that a little We bit. are proud uh, that he's a part of it. Uh, he has a uh, country music trail marker in his hometown of Louisville. And I'd just like to say thank you to MPB because, uh, I mean, the, everybody knows that this is the birthplace of, country, of America's music and country music. But because of the documentary that you guys put out, uh, you know, the Ken Burns documentary that came out, all of these markers that are coming up, we are seeing on our website that the country music trail and the country music side of things has gotten more attention than anywhere else on the Visit Mississippi website. So that means the work that you guys are doing is being seen by people all over the country and all over the world, and we are seeing it in the analytics. So it is really, really doing a big thing in letting the rest of the world know what Mississippi Hmm. means as it relates to country music. And And I'm sure that this will do exactly that and more. And that's funny. Again, another great segue into my next question. Uh, Making a documentary, um, period, not just this one, but it's like giving birth to a baby. Um, Don't laugh at me. I did this analogy last night. Taiwo said the same thing. Uh, Wow. See, great minds think alike. And as a producer and on the production side of things, I understand uh, I'm not a film producer, but I'm a radio producer and producing shows. So Jason and I were, were talking. I produce three babies a week. You know, <laughs> you guys uh, have larger babies and take a little more time. But talk about how gratifying it is to uh, once you put all this work into the inception and the idea and it all comes together. And when you sit back and you actually watch after the editing, I know the editing is a monster after you put it all together and it turns out like you want it. How gratifying is that? I don't think it ever turns out like you want it. I think it's just you just you have to take what you have and and work with as much of it you, as you can, tell as much of the story as you can. I mean, there, even in this interview, like we, you know, there's so many things that we can say about Carl that we mm-hmm. haven't said now. His three big records, um, Orthophonic Joy and Living, Loving, Losing, the Songs of the Loving Brothers, and um, you know, Mark Twain. Uh, 
his Mark Twain project. I mean, some of these records won Grammys. Yeah, he's a Grammy yeah, award-winning you know I mean? producer. Mm-hmm. He's huge. And, you know, there there are going to be so many different stories that may not be Make able to it. fit into the documentary because we only have a window of time. You just have to put it all out there and then... You know, but that's the, the magic of what you guys do. And and I talk to Corey candidly. Uh, we talk a lot about editing. I go to his office sometimes and I sit because I produce and edit here. Radio's a totally it's two different animals. I watch you guys and I watch Corey edit. I'm like, wow, that's how you do that. And that's mm-hmm. how you cut and paste. You guys have a very awesome job, but it's very important of what you put out there can dictate what people think about a person. And it shows that person in a different light. And that's very important. She said cut and paste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. And and with this uh, with with this documentary, uh, what what came through is a portrait of Carl. And, and we we ended up, like, like I said this a few minutes ago, deciding that we, we weren't going to get every record. We weren't going to get every honor. Mm-hmm. We weren't going to be able to mention every great artist that he's these performed with or written for or produced. Uh, we really wanted to take that overall impression that these, uh, that these country music folks, the famous and the not so famous, they all talk about Carl's generosity and Carl being part of, um, uh, this, this web of connection, mm-hmm. you know, and this, this sort of broader family where they're all not competing against each other, but working together, okay. promoting each other's careers, helping each other along. And, uh, so we've got, you know, the Linda Ronstadt's and the Emmylou Harris's, but we also got, you know, young stars like Mo Pitney and Isaac Moore and people who are, you know, on the, the front end of a career that Carl's helping along. Mm. So it's a story about generosity. Love it. Ooh. So let's talk about that. Speaking of generosity, <coughs> you guys were generous enough to have a special preview screening event. And tell us when that's coming up. Uh, the screening event will be February. Now, help me, guys. 18. 18. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it will 5 be. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. <laughs> at the old Capitol Museum, downtown mm-hmm. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe you can go to our website to register for, is that correct? Yes. Well, I do want to say this. I heard that there are only 200 tickets available. So this is exclusive. So if you want to be the first to say, I saw it first or saw a little preview first, mm-hmm. then I suggest you go to our website right now yep. as we're talking, as you're listening to the show. Log on to mpbonline.org and get those um, passes to see the preview screening of the event. Now, fellas, uh, I know um, Carl Jackson made an appearance for the Ken Burns documentary screening event um, at the two Mississippi museums last September. Will there be any special appearances at the Carl Jackson screening. Carl Jackson will be in the house. And we will nice. be screening the entire documentary. Oh, Ooh, that was my excellent. next question. So the entire documentary will be screened. So you will be the first to see it before it airs. And let's talk about when is the uh, actual air date? February 20th is the uh, actual air date. That's a Thursday night. I believe that night is 7 p.m. Or no, 8 p.m. Okay. Seven or eight. <laughs> then, okay. Seven or eight. Seven then, okay. Then Friday night is uh, either seven or eight. Okay. And, and then Saturday afternoon. No. Saturday night. Saturday yes. night and Sunday afternoon. Okay. The I'm 20- sorry, I've confused the issue. Yeah, we have I'm a promo. Job, oh, he's ready. He's ready to play. <laughs> he's going to play the promo. Wait, it's it's going to show four nights in a row. Okay. So if you miss there it, you watch go. it again. Right. And speaking of that, if you miss it, where are some other platforms that people can watch this documentary if they don't get to see it on television? Well, at some point, we're going to also put it on the PBS.org website. It'll be a link on our MPB website. Um, That won't be right away, Mm -hmm. but it will be available there at some point. So, again, um, any other events, um, well, activities that will take place on um, February 18th at the Old Capitol Museum? Uh, No, the the reception for Carl and the screening will pretty much be it. Uh, But uh, as we say, we we are going to air those four nights. Uh, Sometime later, it will be available online. And then we're also going to uh, uh, work with some national distributors to get it seen uh, nationwide Wonderful. on PBS affiliates. Because, like we say, telling Mississippi's story, uh, the important thing is making sure the world hears this story. Yes, yeah. yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, before we get into our last segment, how important is it for Mississippi uh public broadcasting television to share the stories and events about Mississippi, like our concussions and the, uh, the uh, other 
um, Fannie Lou Hamer and the vaping. How important is it for your department to continue to have those documentaries out there? I think it's very important, and we've gotten really uh, a good response from beyond Mississippi's borders uh, in recent years. Uh, yesterday, our uh, Southern Remedy concussion documentary uh, went online in Kentucky uh, wow. uh, with, with a brain injury mm-hmm. uh, group there. Um, during Black History Month, uh, Fannie Lou Hamer Stand Up, which uh, Tywo produced uh, with Edie Green. Mm-hmm. Um, and you? It was it. Yeah, I helped. Uh, uh, and Edie were the were the, were the main ones. Um, that's being shown at University of California San Diego in a major screening there during Black History Month. It's being there's another major screening in Washington, another in Connecticut. Uh, so th- these things are being picked up everywhere. Mm-hmm. Wow, love Great it. Job. Love what great you guys job. do, and love that we can tell the entire world how great. Mississippi is. I love it. I love it. Well, it's time for us to take our last break, but when we return, we'll continue with our conversation with John Gibson, Tywo Gaynor, and Bill Ellison. Plus, we've got a musical surprise in store, so don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. And I thought it would only be fair to introduce you to the pride and joy of Louisville, Mississippi. He's 19 years old, and if he keeps on trying, he's going to learn how to play banjo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's the finest banjo player I've ever seen anywhere in the world. He's truly fantastic. I mean, for 19 years, so let's make him feel welcome. <laughs> Mr. Carl Jackson. Right. Charles? Welcome back. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I am Michelle McAdoo, along with my traveling partner, Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Well, today on Next Stop, we've been getting a behind-the-scenes look into MPB's documentary, Meet Carl Jackson, airing on February 20th. Now, that promo is running throughout um, all day, so if you didn't catch that, you can actually log on to mpbonline.org and get that information. Now it's time for us to get a special look. I've been saying Bill Elson is a musician. I know you don't believe me, right? You don't believe oh, me. Oh, he is a great He musician. is a wonderful musician that plays. Uh, Bill, tell him, how many instruments yeah, please, do you yeah. play? Well, I, I play guitar mostly, but I've also picked up the piano, and I'm kind of in the first grade on the piano. I've been playing <laughs> a little bit for the last couple of years, but mostly guitar. Played a little bass back. Started in the school band. Man. Callaway and Bailey. Oh, oh, right. Playing the trombone, <laughs> so kind of made the rounds. And now, if you haven't seen Bill perform, he oh, is awesome. Now, Thank Bill, you, you still play with the trio, right? Yeah. You're, uh, yeah. Bill, uh, Temperance Bill Temperance and Jeff. And Jeff. Yeah, they are great. You guys performed with me at um, Poetry Out Loud the sure first year year yep. was it and it was wonderful that was great so what are you going to give um to us today well i, I kind of thought about this and the show's got mississippi in the name so i thought i'd do a little bit of a song that a guy named jesse winchester wrote about mississippi he moved away and then kind of got to miss in his homestead all right it's called mississippi you're on my mind think i see a wagon rutted road with the weeds are growing tall between the tracks Long one side runs a rusty barbed wire fence Beyond that sits an old tar paper shack Mississippi, you're on my mind Mississippi, you're on my mind Oh, oh, oh Mississippi on my mind Think I hear a noisy old John Deere in a field specked with dirty cotton lean Below that field runs a little shady stream Down there you'll find the cool green leaves of mint Mississippi, you're 
on my mind. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Oh, oh, oh. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Think I smell the honeysuckle vine, the sweet thickness like to make me sick. Dogs, my brood, well they're hungry all the time, and the snakes are sleeping where the weeds are thick. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Oh, oh, oh. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Think I feel the angry oven heat. The southern sun is just a blazing in the sky, and the dusty weeds and old fat grasshopper jumps. Gotta make it to that creek before I fry. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Mississippi, you're on my mind. Oh, 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 Mississippi, you're on my mind. Oh man, All right. that was great, Bill. Thank you. Yeah. In, uh, Thank you. Thank you. There, we're all gonna sing as a choir, MPB's choir. Good Mississippi, job. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. See, now that's stuck in my that head. That is stuck all in my head. Long. It's an earworm now. It's a Jesse Winchester earworm. He kind of painted a picture. He did. I wanted to say that when you were talking, it reminded me of when I first moved. I'm from Chicago originally, so when I moved to Mississippi, it was hot. I call it. What is that in the air? Oh, that's humidity. Yeah. So I can feel it. I can grab this thing. And what is that? We didn't have that in Chicago. So um, that, what you were saying, I can see that. Yeah. I can smell that. The grass, the weeds. I don't like creeks, but I saw yeah. it. Got to make my, it to the creek before I fry. Before I fry. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. You're so Powell Gaynor, John Gibson, Bill Ellison. We've had a great time today going behind the scenes at the MPB original documentary, Meet Carl Jackson. Again, the special preview screening right now is happening on the 18th of February at the Old Capitol Museum. You can go ahead and get those tickets right now because they only have 200. And guess what? Carl Jackson will be in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a reception. You're going to see the entire documentary before anyone else. So I suggest you go ahead and get your tickets right now. Thank you again. If you missed any of this show, please check out our podcast at MPB Online. Dot org. And if you missed any events, visit our events calendar at mpbonline.org. For Kamel King, I'm Michelle McAdoo. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us next Friday for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi.